At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. We welcome you into another edition of Live Bet Saturday from downtown Las Vegas at our South Point Sportsbook Studios. I'm Ben Wilson getting you set for the big game. There is a game that has had a lot of buildup that's now just about 24 hours away from now to help us out for the next three hours. As Jeff Parles, who's at Mandalay Bay, uh, we're going to talk all things Super Bowl 57 here for the next three hours. Jeff, it is Live Bet Saturday, though. I'm sure you are sweating some things right now, Jeff, so even though that's not the star of the show, unfortunately, today, I, I hope you can enlighten us with some ridiculous college basketball sweats. I don't know. College basketball doesn't exist today, Ben. It's all about all <laughs> yeah. about number fifty-seven today. That's 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 okay. why we're here. That's why we're. Uh, hey, look, when we're done, it'll be twenty-four and a half hours away. Uh, so uh, we're we're getting in. We're we're getting tighter uh, to uh, the game in Arizona again. A great coverage all week uh, on Radio Row. Job well done by everyone that was down there. And we're all back in town now, Ben. We're all back on the saddle, ready to roll here. Uh, 27 and a half hours from now. Back in the saddle. We are, yes, we are ready to go. As far as the, the big storylines, we'll, we'll track as, as far as the show goes here for the next three hours, where the lines continue to move, how the prop markets have taken shape. I have a bunch of burning questions, Jeff. I still, somehow, we've made it to the eve Ooh. of the Super Bowl. I still Ooh. have burning questions for you, Jeff, that we have to, uh, that we have to dive into. For people, if, if you're coming to us right now, you have been waiting, you've been taking in all the information. You still aren't necessarily decided, though. 
Jeff, right now the line pretty much consensus is Eagles minus one and a half, 51 the total. One book in Las Vegas just went to Eagles minus one, maybe a sign of things to come here over the next 24 hours. But for the folks tuning in to us, Jeff, who have yet to make a bet, at least side or total-wise, trying to wait as long as possible, how do you imagine this plays out from the spread total perspective here over the next uh, 27 hours? Start with the total. I think the total is a little more straightforward, Ben. I think we're peaking at 51 and a half. I thought we might get to 52, but the fact that we're a little over 24 hours away and we haven't moved up to 51 and a half, and it's actually gone consensus 51. Behind me, it's even 50 and a half here at the uh, Ben MGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. So I, I think we're probably peaking at 51 and a half. 51 may just be the overall number, and that's what it is. So I think that's a little more self-explanatory. The, the side number, you mentioned in one book, one particularly sharp book in town went to one. Mm -hmm. So that may be a telltale sign. Let's see if the next domino is behind you or at Circa. If that were to move to one at either South Point or Circa, I would say, okay, we probably will see this thing close, Philadelphia one or a pick when this is all said and done. Uh, so that, that's probably the way I look at it. But who knows, maybe that one will get gobbled up and we'll get back to one and a half and it'll close one and a half. I don't see the twos coming again, Ben. I think those mm -hmm. are done. I would still be a little surprised if this closes pick, but I think one and a half, I, I think we do close one and a half when this is all said and done, what it is market majority yeah. at this rate. Uh, Mike Piranio, who handles the race and sportsbook, manages those departments at the Mandalay Bay. He will be joining Jeff over there at, uh, at our Mandalay Bay studio in about an hour and a half. Dave Tooley, uh, VSIN senior editor, going to join us as well, get his perspective on where the market is moving. We'll see if we get a Jimmy Vaccaro setting. I, I heard Jimmy's all over, the, all over the place in the city of Las Vegas today, the legendary odds maker. We'll see if we're able to cajole Jimmy in studio for, uh, for a few minutes. If you're thinking, though, pathways to victory, Jeff, if you're looking to make a pregame bet either side or total, I, I look at it from the Eagles' perspective and say I could see the Eagles winning and the game got going either over or under, yet I look at a game flow for the Chiefs and their path to victory leads me one way, and it's over. Would you agree with, uh, with that statement, Jeff? Not necessarily. I mean, in the Vston Super Bowl guide that we, that we put out earlier this week, Ben, I, I had an under with a Chief victory. So I could see, I mean, look, we, we would have expected the AFC title game to be an over, and that was a pretty dead under when it was all said and done. So, no, I, look, I think anything's in play here. I think you can end up uh, with Philly winning with an under, Kansas City winning with an under. Uh, I think I would, if it goes over, I think that does favor Kansas City because that probably means Philly's defense does not own up to being the number one DVOA defense that they were on football outsiders this year, which I don't mm -hmm. think they were the best defense, even though they graded out particularly well. But we'll see. I mean, look, I think we're, I think we're at the point now where we have to think that Patrick Mahomes is, if he's not 100% healthy, he's pretty darn close. So I don't think that's really going to be an issue like it might have been if this game was last Sunday in Glendale as opposed to having the bye week in between the uh, – the championship game weekend and the Super Bowl. So, hey, look, I, I, this game is a coin flip. We'll talk about it over the next three hours. Mm -hmm. But any no result would shock me tomorrow. It would kind of surprise me if KC got rolled. But, hey, the, the Eagles have a similar defensive build to what the Buccaneers had two years ago. Granted, 
the Chiefs O-line is way better than they were in that Super Bowl. Right. Well, that's my first big uh, burning question. We'll call it that, Jeff. Where I started my handicap trying to figure out the matchup between the Kansas City offensive line and this vaunted Philadelphia pass rush. Led the league in sacks, more than 15 sacks, greater than the number two team in the league this year. That's the big question. Can Kansas City's offensive line just keep Patrick Mahomes protected and alive in in-pocket situations? Four different offensive line starters compared to the Super Bowl two years ago. It's been a complete overhaul for Kansas City there on the offensive line. We figure with the extra week of rest, Mahomes is, is closer to 100% dealing with the high ankle sprain. End of the day, Jeff, who ends up winning that battle if you're breaking it down? O-line versus D-line, Chiefs versus Eagles. The Kansas City offensive line was great all year, Ben. We, we t we've talked about it the last few weeks, even, even before this game, that the Eagle defensive line and pass rush was not given the respect that they deserve. Third most sacks of all time, only the 84 and 85 Bears have more sacks than this group in Philadelphia. I think Kansas City will match up fine offensive line-wise. I mean, look, you, got, you, you, you have three legitimate high-end linemen you have a, a high-end center in Humphrey. You have a high-end guard in Thune. You have Orlando Brown. Who, look, there were questions of if Orlando Brown could be a high-end left tackle, and he has been since coming over to Kansas City. And they're going to have to pay him with an extension this offseason. But, look, I think they can hold up. That's why I like Kansas City. If I didn't think they would hold up, Philadelphia would be the pick all the way here. So, yeah, I look, I think the O-line for Kansas City can hold up. I don't think there's much question on the Philly O-line side. We know how great they are, but look, we kind of discounted Kansas City's pass rush at our own peril going into that Bengal game. And they got five sacks, and that was the difference in the game. Chris Jones was a monster, and Chris Jones might be the most underrated defensive player in the NFL at this point. So I'm curious, both offensive lines, mm -hmm. they're both the lead. I think they both hold up, but... Look, if you tell me that Philly's number one offensive line struggles with Frank Clark and Chris Jones, that won't shock me. And look, as I've said before, if KC's whole line struggles against his amazing pass rush of Philly, that shouldn't surprise anyone either. Right. Well, the, the questions I would have for Kansas City are on the tackle positions. Brown has been solid for the most part, but has given up some struggles, at least in pass protection, 30 incompletions. Uh, as a result of blown, not necessarily blown assignments, but letting his guys get past him. That's the second most of any of the outside tackles in the NFL. You have Andrew Wiley on the right side at tackle who allowed eight sacks in pass protection. But I'm, I'm a believer that with, the, with how good Patrick Mahomes is as, as adapting in the pocket to whatever scenario is being thrown at him, he's going to get the ball out quick. He was the second-best quarterback this year on an EPA per play basis on throws two seconds or less from the time of receiving the snap. I'm, I'm a believer, Jeff, that this is a game, no matter what Philadelphia throws at Kansas City, regardless of how that pass protection looks, Mahomes is going to be getting rid of the ball very, very quickly in the game. And so that translates really to two things, the first of which is the sacks prop, which total sacks right now is five and a half. That's a really popular bet to the over, Jeff, because you have the number one and two sack teams in the NFL. I, I'm still waiting on that to see how good of a price we will see. But right now at minus 120 to the under, that, that feels like a good amount of value if you're assuming – a that, a, that Mahomes will get the ball out quickly, uh, and, and that B, that the offensive line will at least hold up enough to allow, allow him to get the ball out quick. Yeah, I'm not bothering with it. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if you have a good offensive line game. And Ben, you could have good offensive line play and have three sacks each, each side, and you're in big trouble if you take that under. So I, that, that was initially on the list uh, as a plus money over for a little bit, uh, but I, I'm staying out of that. 
uh, with the quarterback sacks. I actually would be more likely to take a Kansas City quarterback sacks so the chief defense on right. an over two and a half uh, plus money on their sacks as opposed to laying that big juice on Philadelphia. Look, sometimes when we go into a game with a narrative, Ben, it gets blown up pretty quickly. But like I said, you're, you're at, with, with five and a half, three on each side, definitely in play. So I, I wouldn't bother with that prop at this rate. Yeah, it, it's funny too because like the, the way I set up my portfolio, I know you're the same way, Jeff. As much as we, you know, we have a side that we will start with, and I'm betting the Eagles in this game, you're betting the Chiefs. At the same time, you want a much more filled-out portfolio that accounts for a bunch of different angles. So I like the, the Mahomes overpass attempts, which you can still find at 38-and-a-half because of his ability to extend plays, avoid pass rushes, and also get the ball out quickly where it goes twofold with the prop on the over 38-and-a-half attempts, as well as the, uh, the under sack, sort of thinking that, Philadelphia can still win the game even if they're not getting to Mahomes. It's not an end-all, be-all for Philadelphia. So it's a way of betting the game where I'm not – you talk about narratives getting blown up right away. The way I see it, you, you bet the game the way that multiple narratives can take place and, and you still have the best opportunity to win. Uh, so the 38-and-a-half attempts, that's still been my – that's been my most favorite prop from start to finish. Uh, it's probably a squarer opinion, Jeff, because it's the most popular player in the game and an over on one of his props. But this, this, this really does uh, from the surface and – and feel of overall game script totally play out to a 40-plus attempt game for Mahomes, given the way Kansas City has been pass-happy all year. Oh, yeah, look, look definitely. There is, and also, too, Ben, even though it's not in my game script, if KC gets down two touchdowns, Mahomes is going to throw the ball at least 39 times. So, yeah, that, that's an interesting one. I actually, we'll, we'll talk about this. We, we have plenty of time over the next few hours to talk about this. There is one Mahomes prop that seemingly everyone is betting one side of it, that I'm on the other side, which makes me feel oddly comfortable on this one. <laughs> we'll have to talk about it a little bit later. Ben. How about that for a tease to start the show? Jeff Barles coming in hot on our Saturday prop special. Uh, we, have, we have more than just props, though, to talk about. We, we will have Jimmy Vaccaro, Mike Piranio, as well as uh, Dave Tooley, among other guests, joining us on the show. It is Live Bet Saturday, just getting started here from the South Point Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The big game means big coverage from VSIN. Start tomorrow off with the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM, having his pregame insights that you do not want to miss. There's also special editions of Follow the Money with Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, and a numbers game with Gil Alexander, which tackle last second line moves on the game and dive deeper into the props. Plus, legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger will tell you how he is betting the big game. On Countdown to kickoff as Big Game Sunday starts tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's not quite, Jeff Parles, like the, the Super Bowl buildup of a few years ago when you or I were on, were on the uh, Sunrise Special, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific. That was, that was a time to be had <laughs> leading up to the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Uh, Danny Burke was a part of that. And now here we are three years later. We're at least at somewhat normal waking hours. But uh, that was, I believe, we're, our first. We're, we're awake. That is we true. We are awake. That was the first uh, but, ever VEASAN 24-hour uh, buildup. This, now this year, first year VEASAN has been at Radio Row. So uh, the improvements continue to be made on a year-to-year basis. Hey, look, all I'll tell you is that was a uh, shout-out to our guy, Sean Cavanaugh. As well, who yes, did that show that with too. you? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look, uh, we're 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 in good shape. So so Ben, I I, I actually uh, did did what we call in the business a tease. You did a very uh, good job at that. the end yeah. of the last segment, which which uh, I, shocking that I actually was able to do something somewhat proper at this <laughs> point. But uh, so so Ben, I, I I saw this earlier today. So ninety nine percent of the money at DraftKings is on Mahomes to throw an interception. I'm on the opposite side. I don't think there's going to be many opportunities in this game for interceptions. Look, I know Philly's defensive 
backs were highly rated. I know Darius Slay was first team all pro. I know he's a pro bowler. I know Bradbury was great. I know those safeties have been really good. But here's the one thing with Philly this year, and I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna go after the Eagles. They were a great team. They were 14 to 3. They were immensely talented. That pass rush, you can feed in to that pass rush with your defensive backfield. I know the Chiefs don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. We know this. They don't have a wide receiver that scares you. They obviously have the best tight end, maybe of all time, on their team in Travis Kelsey. But I think you're, they're going to have some problems covering in this game. And I don't think there's going to be opportunities for Mahomes to even have to fit in the tight windows. So I'm in the camp that Mahomes is not going to throw a pick here. Uh, I, you, can get, you can get a plus money on that now on the under. So I would look to that. I would look to that at this point, uh, taking Mahomes under a half of an interception here, Ben. I'm a little surprised too that so many people have been on that. Yes, that yes interception prop for Mahomes. As much as I at least look at Philadelphia as the side bet to make in the game, isn't it one of two things for Mahomes? Either he's getting the ball out super quick on throws where most likely you are you have a very low percentage of interception, or it's very much extended plays where he's able to get outside the pocket, allow his receivers to create separation downfield. I don't see many of those intermediate throws as far as time elapsing from when he takes the snap actually happening, Jeff, and those are usually the times where you're trying to find a timing route, looking for a crosser or a slant where you might be susceptible to an aggressive defense like Philadelphia. So as much as I like Philadelphia to win the game, I'm with you on that. It, it seems a little aggressive, people just assuming, oh, well, Mahomes will be in a, a pass-first game state and the Eagles have a great pass defense. That, that doesn't automatically equate to high probability of interception more so than what the market is saying. Yeah, look, I, I don't get it. It's one of those where, again, we, we, we say don't be in, you don't want to be on the side of the public all the time. All that. Look, the public, the public still wins half the time, Ben. <laughs> so they could very easily be right here, and Mahomes could throw a pick on his first throw, and I could look like a total idiot again. But I, I think that's a good under taking no inter taking under a half of interceptions or no on will he throw an interception. Honestly, I think both guys, I don't think there's going to be an interception in this game. I think that Philadelphia's game plan is going to be that you want to have Jalen Hurts do his short throws. You want to run. If KC's going to win, or excuse me, if Philadelphia's going to win this game, it's going to be what they've done all year where they destroy you on the ground. That's one other thing we didn't mention before, Ben. Everyone's pointing to Philadelphia hasn't played anyone this year, which I think is a boatload of garbage, but because you can only play who's in front of you, and you went 14 and three. But Kansas City, even though I like the Chiefs, the Chiefs have not faced a top ten, top 10 run offense all year. And they are facing far and away the best run game in the NFL. Does Kansas City struggle to stop the run in this game? Now, the Chiefs defense is pretty well set up to stop the run. Even you have Jones in the middle, and then you have tackling machine Nick Bolton in middle linebacker. So look, I, I I don't know. I think it's a whole lot of I don't know in this game. That's why this game is so tightly aligned. That's why, again, even though I lean Kansas City, this feels like an absolute coin flip. Well, it's a great point because so many people make the case of the the no schedule, at least no tough scheduling for Philadelphia. And it goes both ways. You can say the exact same thing about Kansas City. Kansas City had the fourth easiest strength of schedule compared to the Eagles' easiest. So it's not like you have one team on one side of the spectrum and one team completely on the other. Both are similar in that they've taken advantage of the teams in front of them who graded out weaker than most yet are still here because of elite numbers uh, just in general on both sides of the ball. The other one of the burning questions I have that was on my list was the expectations for Jalen Hurts coming into the game. You bring up his interception prop, which is heavily juiced to the under. 
because of the projected game state in Philadelphia being a much more run-heavy as opposed to pass-heavy team. What do you expect, though, from Hertz, given that it is his first appearance in a Super Bowl and has not been in a position like this before, at least in the NFL? Hey, you know what, Ben? I don't know. I really don't know what to do. I'm staying away from a lot of Jalen Hurts props. The only prop that I like, I haven't bet yet because I want the biggest number possible on his rushing total to go under it. But look, I look the one other thing that kind of been swept under the rug here is Jalen Hurts' injury there. Because you're in a scenario here where Hurts is still trying, working his way back from that shoulder sprain, and he hasn't been asked to do much. The one real big throw he had to make against San Francisco, he missed uh, in, in the uh, in in the uh, throw to AJ Brown deep. So look, I I don't know. I really don't know what to expect out of Hurts. I think this is going to be a big game for the Philadelphia running backs. The props that I like Philadelphia running back wise are the other guys, like the Gainwells, the Scotts. I think they're undervalued. And part of the reason I like those is I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to have a big day rushing the ball. It hurts at 50 and a half right now. That's been bet up from the yeah, high I'm 40s it out, when, it, yeah, when it first opened. Uh, we, we will see how high that number ultimately gets on Hurts. That's the one concern I would have in backing the side of Philadelphia is the fact that Jalen Hurts, who through the first 15 games of the season, was second to only Geno Smith in adjusted completion percentage, 73.3% through the first 15 games for Hurts. The two postseason games since coming back from his right shoulder strain, he's at sub-60%, has missed A.J. Brown back-to-back postseason games on what should have been wide-open touchdown throws. So if, if the game state plays into a situation where it's much tighter than the Eagles have had in their first two postseason games, which, based on the spread, we would imagine it would be a very tight back-and-forth game, could be some concerns if Hertz has is forced to make a big throw downfield where the accuracy has definitely taken a, a tumble, Jeff. That's something that can't be ignored, and it's a little interesting to see his pass and rushing combined attempt prop at 295-and-a-half. When Hertz is thrown for a combined 275 yards in the two postseason games and is only, you know, only rushed for 73 on 20 carries in the two games as well, that 295 and a half number is pretty aggressive for a guy who statistically has not been a monster by any means in the postseason so far. Yeah, look, again, it's we all focused on the ankle, and like you just said, Hertz has not been since his shoulder injury, hasn't been himself. And again, granted, you don't think of Jalen Hurts as your deep, your deep ball guy. That's just not who he is. And it's part of the reason that Philadelphia is as good as they are is that Sirianni and the coaching staff has built this perfect offense for what Jalen Hurts' skill set is. So, look, I, again, I think if Philadelphia is going to win this game, and this is part of the reason, Ben, we've talked about MVP where it's so skewed towards the quarterback. If Kansas City wins the game, I don't see a scenario, unless if there is an injury, that Patrick Mahomes doesn't win the award. Like, plus 130, I would, if you think Casey's going to win the game, I'd rather have Mahomes plus 130 MVP than the money line, in all honesty. I'll take those extra 25 cents. But for Philadelphia's perspective, Ben, there are so many scenarios where Jalen Hurts has a game where throws for a buck 50, rushes for 35, mm -hmm. and Philadelphia still wins the game because their defense has an amazing day, or the running backs have a big day. So, look, it's not a slam dunk like in normal circumstances. Like, look, even that Super Bowl where, where it was Foles against Brady. If the Eagles were going to win that game, it probably was because Nick Foles played well. And guess what? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl MVP that day. So, again, it's, it's one of those where I'm low on Hurts in this game. I'm low on A.J. Brown in this game because I'm low on Hurts. So, those are kind of correlated here, Ben. 
right? It, it's funny how the Super Bowl market, at least for MVP, has flipped now from where even though the Eagles are still favored, albeit slightly, but Patrick Mahomes at least did a couple books like a bet MGM is now the favorite, technically speaking, because of the action they have taken on him, plus 130. Right now you can find Kansas City at about plus 105 on the money line there in general. I've been doing shows all week, uh, Jeff, with Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. He loves Miles Sanders for a lot of the same reasons you talked about. He got him at 30-1. to 1. Who would be your, your pick down the board then if you're looking at Eagles uh, for value here at least, Super Bowl MVP? The Reddick value is gone. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Ben, I don't know. I don't see much value down the board in the MVP market on the Eagles side, unless if you go with Miles Sanders, but it's just so hard for a running back to win the award at the MVP of this game. So, I, again, Reddick was the pick when it was 50, but a 30, no, no. I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, and Sanders has been bet down as well to 25 to 1 most of the market. Don't worry, we have a lot more burning questions to throw at Jeff Farrell. Jeff has a bunch of props as well we're going to get into as the show continues. But up next, Jimmy Vaccaro, legendary odds maker, tells us how his line is moving right here on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Before you bet on the big game, check out VEASAN's Big Game Betting Guide today. The Big Game Betting Guide has favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from all of our VEASAN hosts and guests. Also, you can find out how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is betting the game. So to get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99 today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we welcome you back to Live Bet Saturday, live from the South Point Casino Studios in Las Vegas, I'm Ben Wilson, the legend himself, the odds maker. Jimmy Vaccaro has stopped by. How you been, kid? Jimmy, it's, it's the day before the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. there's only one answer to that question. So, I'm, What is it? Uh, it's, it's great. Filled with it's palpable great. excitement okay. for the big game tomorrow. I see apparently that uh, there's a better at the South Point that maybe has more palpable excitement than I do. Because yeah. a large wager has just come in. Jimmy, well, I what, thought what was it was it? you when I was on the way over here to show the ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I was a couple. I was a couple dimes short. Couple, the, uh, all right. Two hundred ten thousand in on a Philadelphia yeah. plus two. You know, here. we're a little joint, but I tell Kansas you what, City we, ta we take a pretty good bite if people come up and want to do the thing <laughs> on a, yeah. uh, obviously what you'll call a very important game. And you know, we're looking behind us now, and as you can see, we're filling up, and it's, we have a day and a half to go before we get to there. You know, young man, it's the same thing we talk about uh, that uh, the game. The game has gradually just grown so big, and it, it's like. It's like an entertainment uh, side you never see. And then we were talking to, to one of you guys in the back there. Uh, he said, you know, what about how, how much do people bet? What is really a kickstart for someone who like, uh, A, who's been maybe doing it for five or ten years, B, someone who's been doing it first or second year, and old dinosaurs like me who've been around for every freaking one of them. So we're, so we're way up there. My, my guess, I think, would be pretty close, but we'll never find out. Uh, if you're a newbie and you're coming mm -hmm. to town or you're going to any sports book across the country, uh, you're going to probably go in with some sort of budget. You know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to bet 10000 on the side. Uh, I would suggest anywhere between three and 500 is what the guy comes to bet on the side and another four to 500 on the proposition bets. I would say that they, the average of a, of a new guy around, uh, he bet between seven and 10 prop bets, anywhere between from $10 okay. to, to $100. As you could say, and it, obviously it's very easy to figure out why. You know, you're involved the entire game, from the coin flip 
to the team that scores last and everything else in the middle. So, and the more that the public sends out, obviously, and bets, the more we'll do. Now, there are a few things that, you know, in our state of Nevada, in gaming control, that we can't do. And people say, oh, yeah, Jimmy, you guys are afraid. Well, we can't take the color of the greater, uh, the Gatorade and pour what it, it is right. because uh, about, you know, this is a long time ago, maybe 15 or 20 years ago, there was a beef, and it was a good beef. When all of a sudden everybody's waiting to see that turn the thing over, it was like a chartreuse couple, <laughs> color. You, know, you couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't tell what the hell, who won. <laughs> it, it was a big beef, So, and, and that was the best thing to do. There are a few that, like, obviously you go through the course of the year. Now, I see the William Hill app. They have 900 different ways. I don't know if I'd go 900. It'd it take you three days to set the damn thing up. But, you know, everybody, you know, that's their yeah. business. They do whatever they want to do. And uh, it, it, it's a good feeling because everyone seems to be happy. Now, what you see here, we have all this time left until tomorrow. We have five ballrooms that are sold out already upstairs. That's another wow. 1,000 people we know that's getting here. And we're knowing we're doing the showroom or whatever. So, uh, remember, if the... If the grit wasn't there, if people wasn't there to show up, we wouldn't have any of these things. But it's just a part of Americana now, and get used to it, kids. Like I said, jokingly, uh, when, we, when you're around 10 years from now talking uh -huh. about it, you'll say, wow, Jimmy, see the new things that happen? Because as long <laughs> yeah. as there's a fertile mind out there thinking of something, there's going to be new things to do. Of course. Uh, Jimmy Vicaro joining us in studio right now. I think about our, for our national audience now that course betting is legalized in 35 states mm -hmm. it has really changed the way how the betting works but at the same time you have an event as unique as the super bowl that still draws so many people yeah. to las vegas so for people even if they're now betting into their new jurisdictions who still want to come out here mm -hmm. you guys specifically at south point do some things differently whether that's on the juice mm -hmm. which is a little bit different how how did that begin how does that work for betters that come well out every once in a while and obviously we're, we're you know, we're our own little place. We do whatever we want to do. And obviously, Chris has to okay. And in some cases, Michael Gaughan, who likes to get involved, he's the owner of the uh, of the first sports book. He hired me in 1975. So we go way back, oh, me and Michael. A couple Gaughan. years. Yeah. A couple of years. And uh, what we try to do is do do something, throw it back a little bit. That's a two-way street, because obviously, the more business you're right, we're going to win a little bit more money. So instead of laying the... 110 on a straight bet, uh, we're letting you lay 105 on a straight bet. Uh, well, the $210,000 bet, the guy saved $10,000. Right. Doesn't sound like a lot on the no. surface, but when you start making big bets, and that's well, the one that just came in, 210000 on the Chiefs plus two, mm -hmm. saved him 10, 10 large. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. and like I said, everything everything in my case, and you, I'm throwing this thing out twice now, like, yeah, I am the old school. There's no doubt about it. And like... Stuff like that, I enjoy, and I think everybody that does that is like, you know, you know you're giving away a little bit, uh, the PC will go down a little bit, but the key here with someone like me is it's like, okay, yeah, you know, guys, he's not laying 220000 he's lose, lose, using 210000 but what is happening is it's like, if you write so much more business because of that, you're still going to win more money yeah. as opposed to like counter the 11 to 10. Right, counteracts the five yeah, cents you're giving away. So that's what, and that's me going way back uh, when I first, right. uh, when I first uh, started. And uh, it's a learning process, but uh, I'm glad I was, I, you know, I'm glad I was a part of it way back when in the, the early 70s, whatever. That's when like the, basically the old, old school 
out and the corporation started to come in. But there was still room that, like, we could show what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. You get people like Chris. You get people like uh, uh, Vinny in the back there. Uh, there was a nice little luncheon the other day, and, and uh, Jay Cornegie was there from the, from the Westgate. And he, he runs a great book. But, like, it, there's been times where he says, you know, I'm stepping out and do something that's a little bit different. And you know what? If it was real different, we all used it. <laughs> right. That's, that's kind of how that works. At least over now, the course of the years you've been doing this. It's been a yeah. few. Yeah. I've, or so, yeah. I've been, so, so I've been told, Jimmy. What sort of props are ones for the Super Bowl specifically? People would not expect to be heavily bet, but over the years have gotten more, more and more momentum and end up getting a lot of action on your side of the counter. The coin flip. It's still yeah. the coin flip. Oh, yeah, the coin flip is still out there. We're even down to like uh, what do we lay one hundred and one instead of the one, base, whatever. On that. And uh, you you get a lot. Of, it's still that's amazing to me that people still. Well, you you're going to collect, and you know, mean, you're going to collect. But you're you're paying you're paying a tax on something that's literally. Oh, 50, here we 50 go. Outcome. Another wise guy. Well, I'm you know, just saying it's do the math, Jimmy. Guy. I tell you what, you can okay. bet. Uh, you, you got even money. Who do you want now? <laughs> <laughs> How about I flip a coin to determine which side of the coin I, I pick? I, I, you do. I, Who, which one got screwed? Was it Jerome Bettis? Uh, when the, Phil Luckett, it? 1998 yeah, Thanksgiving. Was, yes, oh, Steelers, yeah. Lions. That was hey, the overtime man, coin the toss. wrong call. Yeah. Oh, no. Whatever. There are some books on the East Coast that do even money, so credit. Yeah, they, credit, again, credit they can do whatever they want. <laughs> and remember, and I say this a million times, please listen to me before he throws me out. <laughs> Make sure you know the rules because the rules can change from – from casino to casino, now they change from right. state to state. And don't be biff bitching like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, read. <laughs> you done with me? So, uh, not yet. Okay. We have a couple minutes. But I wanted to know from the, from the perspective you're at behind the counter, yes. what, is, what is the result that would hurt slash help if you're looking at how the game could potentially play out tomorrow, what would be the best result? What would be the worst for you? Uh, we're in pretty good shape right now. It really, I hate to, I'm not going to say something like, and say, hey, Jimmy, I heard you said that, but it didn't happen that way. Well, you're right. Uh, I, I, this, this I can't tell you. When you go through the props and you go to the next year, like what Chris did about you know, a month, month ago, is like deciding. You go through last year's stuff and you see which was the ones that was heavily backed, mm, and yeah. we use them. Then you look at ones that, you know, this was a pain in the butt, didn't draw any more attention. We didn't do it. So, right, and right to ask me, we got 200 different ways. So, I'd, I'd be guessing right now right. if I told you I knew. Such a good point. It's not, yeah, it's not like there's one score that's just automatically going to make you sink or swim and, behind the counter. Uh, where's the guy named Musburger? Does he look looking to bit his teaser yet? That guy, that guy, Brett Musburger, I hear yeah. that he's making an official pick uh, tomorrow. Uh, to, to oh. Official, yeah, him and Billy on, Walters. Uh, him and Bill, yes, right. Him and Billy Walters. Who would you follow? Huh? The Michael Jordan of sports betting. I, I love <laughs> Uncle Brent. I, just, you know, Billy's. He's he's been around a time or two. He's a he's a great friend. He's a good guy, and like for him to do some uh, uh, interviews for us was really. I would good. encourage everybody who's not seen that. Check it out. The Brent Mercury. It's on tomorrow again. Billy Walters what? interview. We will be re-airing it as well. well. We'll we'll get that info uh, as we go out. But as we let you go. Yes. Super Bowl memory that stands out from a bookmaking perspective more so than any for you is? Yeah. The next one. There we go. That's, that's what we get from Jimmy McCow. Thanks, Jimmy. The walk-off is always one more walk-off in the 2022 NFL season. Jimmy McCarr, everybody. Uh, yes, there is that uh, Vista interview we did with Brent Musburger and Billy Walters. That's available online right now at our YouTube page. It will be uh, re-aired tomorrow. We'll get the official time on that uh, a little bit later. So right now, though, the big, uh, the big news of the day, at least here in Nevada, most books right now, rest of country, East Coast sitting at Philadelphia minus one and a half. Uh, but it was 
a big bet at the South Point, 210,000 on Kansas City, plus two at minus 105 juice that moved the number back down to one and a half here. So 9 a.m. Eastern uh, tomorrow is when you'll be able to hear the re-air. If you haven't already seen it, Brent Musburger and Billy Walters, an outstanding interview that we recorded right here at this, uh, at this very set. So when we return, still more burning questions to break down. How will the Kansas City wide receiver health play out tomorrow? At some point, we have to get into our cross-sport props, our favorite props, because there's about a kajillion of them still for us to break down. We'll do all those on the other side. As we continue, it's a Super Bowl 57 edition of Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Enjoy the big game like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code SB1000 and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bets when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game are bigger than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up before the big game with bonus code SB1000 and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. As we return to Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM, I'm Ben Wilson back at our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Jeff Parles over at Mandalay Bay preparing his portfolio of uh, prop bets. Where are we at, Jeff, as far as the props so far? Super Bowl 57. We up to up to double digits yet or still climbing? We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have, right. uh, again, I'm... I've been pretty cautious so far because I like a few more unders than I usually do. And Ben, you know the rule. You got to wait till the end, except for except for the one under. You, you'll enjoy this. My Zach Pascal under five and a half receiving yards. <laughs> I already I took that early because I figured that would be hit to the under, and it has because the only book in town that has it is down to four and a half now. Great work. Great work there. We will do a segment a little bit later with our producer, Brian Ortega. That's who Jimmy Vaccaro was referring to in the last segment, by the way, when he said our, a helper of ours behind the glass. That is Brian Ortega. Our I mean, t- Jimmy's technically right. That's what Ortega is, right? <laughs> he is technically right, yes. Uh, we're going to play grade the producer's props. So Brian has about 800 kajillion, but we'll pick his top uh, 10 or so props, and, and we're going to give him a grade. A little bit later on in the show. We'll do that after Mike Peranio, Racing Sportsbook Director at Mandalay Bay, joins you, Jeff, over there in about 45 minutes. For now, I was going to talk wide receivers. I'm not going to talk Zach Pascoe, but let's talk health for Kansas City coming in. It's another burning question that a lot of people have with Nicole Hardman now ruled out of the game, aggravating a pelvis injury over the final month of the season. You have a Kansas City wide receiver core less than 100% in overall bodies, and the guys who are out there, Kadarius Toney dealing with an ankle injury, Juju Smith-Schuster dealing with an injury of his own as well. How do you imagine the impact ends up playing out, Jeff, when you think about where Kansas City is at from a wide receiver front? I mean, they are healthier than we expected them to be, right, Ben? They yeah, Hardman was Ju- not expected Juju to Smith go Schuster. anyway, right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, Smith-Schuster and Tony were, were not even on the injury report here, so I think that's better than what we would have expected coming into this game. Well, the Scantling, uh, obviously, was great in the AFC title game when he had to be. So, look, I mean, I'm, I, we'll get to Kelsey in a second because even though the numbers are climbing on him, well, I have thoughts there. But, look, for these three wide receivers, I don't have anything here. I don't trust any of them to be consistent enough catching the football. So I would actually look to Kelsey. We'll get to him. But the running backs, I kind of like Pacheco. This feels like a Pacheco game more than anything. I kind of like his rushing totals as well. But 15 and a half at BetMGM, I would go over on Pacheco. I mean, look, I think we've, I think you're going to see a matchup problem with Philadelphia and the physicality of Pacheco. I don't think this is a good matchup for McKinnon. But for Pacheco, either if it's catching screen passes or if it's just in a traditional run game, I don't mind his props over, even though they've been bet a little bit to the over. But then, Ben, let's get to Travis Kelsey. You see on your screen... If a 78 and a half was a huge number for a type for any for any player in all honesty in a, in a Super Bowl and a seven and a half juice to the over on the receptions. Ben, 
I don't think Philadelphia can match up with them. And I don't care that the number's seven and a half. I don't care that it's 78 and a half, which are both massive numbers. And you probably have to do this now on the, on the receiving total because this will get into the 80s by game time. Go ahead over on Kelsey because I just don't think there's a matchup on the field that can be exploited as well. And look, this goes for every Kansas City game. If you have the best tight end maybe of all time, you can exploit him against any defense. And with the way Philadelphia's defense works, I think you can exploit their defense with Travis Kelsey as opposed to those wide receivers. Wouldn't be, again, Slay would be a height mismatch, but you might have to see a corner thrown on Kelsey at some point in this game for Philly. So I look, I don't care at 78 and a half. I would still look to go over on the, on the receiving yards for Travis Kelsey and that big number, seven and a half. It's plus money on the over. I don't mind it. Kelsey going for nine and 98. Would that shock you? Wouldn't <laughs> Not be bad. It wouldn't at shock all. me. Not at all. And as much as the a popular thing, especially for some of the more, you know, the more respected, sharper betters, it's to look at the superstars, wait for the bloated numbers and bet unders. It's so hard to stomach betting a Kelsey under, not only because the, the layout that you gave Jeff and how there are injury concerns and lack of consistency problems for the rest of the wide receivers, uh, the re receiver core for Kansas City, but think about how quickly Patrick Mahomes has traditionally gotten the ball out. Goes back to that Philadelphia pass rush he'll be facing and looking right at. If they're forcing him to get the ball out quick, who's been his favorite safety target and blanket option over the middle on quick throws of two seconds or less all year? It's been one guy, and it's been Travis Kelsey. Somebody who can catch the ball over the middle, get chunk yards after the catch, or also on extended plays, go deeper down the field and get bigger type targets as far as yardage goes. So there's multiple options for Kelsey to have a lot of success. I, there's no way I could step out in front of that, try to get cute and take Even if you're paying the tax and you feel like that number gets a little bit inflated, there's no way, Jeff, I'm trying to jump out in front of the market and bet under on Kelsey. I'm, I'm just staying away. I understand why you would like over. I mean, look, it's a tough. It's it's tough to get in front of that train in any circumstance, yeah. Ben. So, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Looking at the Philadelphia side, yeah, I already mentioned my ridiculous one on Pascal under five and a half receiving yards. He's not even listed at most books. So I was a little surprised that one book in town actually even listed him. You look at the other guys. I'm staying far away from AJ Brown props. I just the numbers feel right, but again, I don't trust Hurts making throws of more than 15 yards in the air. So I have a little bit of a problem, and I'm going to about to totally contradict myself in a second, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Devontae <laughs> Smith feels like the guy that I think if you're going to have an opportunity to get a mismatch, it would be with Smith. So I don't mind going over on Smith props. I didn't bet him, but I like those overs a little more than going over on an A.J. Brown prop in this game, Ben. And then on the other guys, Goddard would be only receptions over four and a half. I wouldn't touch the yardage. I uh, probably will get targeted a bunch, but I don't want to bother with the yardage. Gainwell, look, we saw in the NFC title game, all it takes is one little spurt, and Gainwell's going to go over that 11 and a half. So I don't mind that as well. And then the Quez Watkins, it feels like everyone in the lead up has taken Quez Watkins unders, and those numbers have gone down through the week. Ben, I'll say this. This is a creative way to play Watkins. Play his first reception over either five and a half or six and a half, depending on whatever number is out there. Because here's the deal. If Quez Watkins makes a catch in this game, Quez Watkins is going to make a catch of at least 10 yards because it would be a shot down the field as opposed to one of those silly little screen passes they would do it to Smith or someone else. So right. I would look to go Watkins over first reception yardage, but I don't have enough conviction to take a full 
game receiving yards because look, Watkins one for 10, totally in play. So I would look to his first reception over and if he doesn't get a catch, you get your money back. And that's why for the most part, you know, people and betters might, especially if you're diving deep, deep into the prop menu for the first time this Super Bowl, you're wondering, okay, well, if that's the case, then why, why are they just cutting it in half? Well, mathematically, that's the way a lot of these are priced out. If you think about the receptions, you have a guy who's at 11 and a half yards on his total prop, but one and a half yard, uh, one and a half receptions overall. So naturally, the first one, you're just going to cut that, that yardage, relatively speaking, in half, Jeff, and it, it's why you end up getting spat out a number that's much lower than his average yards per catch on the season. It's one of those rare instances where the math might not necessarily sync up with how his usage actually plays out in that Philadelphia offense. Yeah, no, look, and again, that, that, that's sort of the thing with these down-the-board guys. It's the same sort of deal when you talk about Gainwell, same sort of deal when you talk about Boston Scott on the rushing yards. Those numbers may not make sense to the, to the first time better, but those numbers are right, Ben. At the end of the day, yes, the market is shaped. This uh, whittled it into form, yet at the same time, and, and we did not get to ask uh, Jimmy Vaccaro this, but the general consensus, even, even being now about 26 hours out from game time, Jeff, it's still only been a, a portion and a small percentage of the actual handle that will come in on the Super Bowl. You know, the numbers we're showing on the screen, for those of you watching us at, at VEASAN.com, YouTube TV, you're going to see those, right, Jeff? A lot of those, especially the popular ones, yardage numbers are going to climb by a factor of, you could even see by factors of five, six yards between now and actual kickoff with how much money is yet to come in on the game. Yep, 100%, Ben. Again, only 10% of the money came in before today. So these numbers are really going to move over the next 24 hours plus. That's just how Super Bowl betting usually works. And most of those numbers will be bet to the over because, Ben, we know people are always like, hey, life's too short to bet the under. But if you like unders, wait. <laughs> wait it out like we just Great said. Great motto, yes. Well, that's, what like, I'm, yeah, that's, what I'm doing. that's what I'm doing with Jalen Hurts' rushing yeah. total. I'm waiting for that to get banged over, and then I'm going to take an under tomorrow. Right. When we return, we will transition to the running backs as we begin our number two of Live Bet Saturday. A lot of different angles. How will Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, could we see Clyde edwards Zeller? How will the usage look for Kansas City? One of a number of questions that we continue to answer in the buildup to Super Bowl 57 on the show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare i'm saleya mosin and i've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the united states in 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.